1: So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW, Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. RKS Pickens Jackson. All
2: systems
3: go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now our
1: Live in the studio.
2: Hey. It's the
3: of Bounds Show with Lowbound. Bounds. Streaming live worldwide
2: on the of Bounds Radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go.
3: The Zone.
2: And good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino. Sportsbook and lounge. Bet $50 there. Play award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club for $30. Bet 50, play 30. What do we got today? Uh high of 58. 57, sorry. Who's counting? All right, high 57, tomorrow high fifty-eight, Friday 64. Grab a buddy, grab a client, grab a big group. And uh bet 50 play 30, Pearl River Resort, Golden Moon Casino, Sportsbook, Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. I've got Jason with me. He just drove in from Oxford. I am your host, Bo Bounds, and uh Ole Miss wins the game 86-82. And uh everything went right for the rebs and nothing really went right for mississippi state and there could be an issue with tolu smith and his health but we'll get into that a little bit later biggest win
3: in several years for Ole miss and hoops jason what was the what was the atmosphere like i mean it was electric it was uh, the students had been there since like 5 30 and like i told you before the show started uh, funky's the bar in oxford had like a drink promotion so they were rowdy. Was Hugh Freeze there? Hugh Freeze was not there. Why? No, I I mean He could I, have been signing uh autographs. No, it was Tuesday night, so that's when the that's and, when some of the Baptists like, do their Sunday school, you know, that I sort mean, of but he could have been signing people's like cheeks and <laughs> boobs and all sorts of things. Babies' faces, that baby's sort of faces. Thing. Yeah. 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 Baby bottoms. Yeah, The the baseball team was there. The, there was a whole meet and at greet. The, uh, no, at the at the game. Oh, got it. Yeah, the whole there was like a whole meet and greet for the baseball team. Um, I did you know want to walk up and get my hoodie signed, but I didn't. So why I was, I was an adult? Why not? You know, because I don't want to butt the kids. I was just gonna shove some kids out of the way and say Ethan Groff signed this for me, or JT Quinn, please. Let's okay. get a picture. Okay. But you know, I let the kids have their moment. But it was electric. I mean, even the old people were getting into it. There's a good biggest,
2: big- rowdiest crowd the Pavilion has, has ever had.
3: I mean, it was a lot of fun. I think it's it's probably the biggest that I've, you know, rowdiest that I've seen it. Because it was, yeah. you know, I was there at the Tennessee game a few years back when, you know, Ole Miss was super close to winning. And that was rocking the house. But, I mean, this was incredible. And that's what I, like, that's what I think they're trying to get every home game to be like. Mm-hmm. Which is hard to show up for you know, Vermont or or Mercer, you know? But, yeah. like, I think that they did a great job last night of getting promotions out, getting kids, whatever they could do to get kids there. A midweek game, it was pretty stacked. Yeah, well, you, you got another home game this weekend against Auburn. Ugh. Ugh. I don't, y'all, state showed that it's possible. I just don't know how possible it is. For Ole Miss, when... Caldwell hits 18 points. Yeah, plays out of
2: his mind. Had 13 <laughs> yeah. points total in SEC play going yeah. into that game
3: and drops 18. I mean, you have a score with 20, 21, and 18. Morell, Murray, and Caldwell. It's pretty solid. Oh, in <laughs> college it. basketball, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's what, and then, you know, got some help from some other guys. Flanagan, you know, got the ball around, that sort of thing. It was a great win. Yeah. But just fun game. I had a. Had a couple hot dogs. Did well, you get any hot dog juice on anybody? No hot dog juice this time. Why? Because I, I kind of shielded myself. I did the double shoulder shield to make sure that I didn't get it on anybody this time. Right. Because the guy at the Phoenix Suns game, yeah, I get it, but these people are rebels. You know? Can't can't tarnish a rebel shirt or, you know, get hot dog grease on a rebel I face. got it, because you know they're I mean? rebels. Yeah. Yeah. Are, d- did you wear powder blue? I did not. No. I wore well, I wore my uh my 2004 Ole Miss basketball shirt.
2: Did you really? Yeah.
3: Super. Wow. I mean it's old. It's got, you know, it's got a couple couple nicks here and there. But okay. it was, I was you know 2004? In style. Yeah, 2004, 2005. Ole Miss basketball. What uh okay. I'm I'm confused. Like is it's just kind of a throwback? I mean okay. it's 20 years old now. Who who's number? Is oh, that like No, it's just a t-shirt. It literally oh, just I said like. Oh, I thought you like, meant you wore a jersey. No, no. It literally just says like Ole Miss hoops, and it's kind of got like the you know the late nineties, early two thousands design to it. It Says Ole Miss hoops, two thousand four through two thousand five season. Okay, is it awesome? I think it's pretty cool. What color? It's red. Well, it, there you go. You know, it, it was red last night. But the the state fans they were loud. I don't know if people if you could hear them on TV. I couldn't. But there were some state fans, and there were some that were right behind us that made sure that you knew. Yeah, they were cheering.
2: Wow! So you had state fans around you.
3: Yeah, but everybody was nice to him. I don't. I didn't see any, you know, any quarrels at all. It's like a Final Four win for Ole Miss basketball. Okay, uh, you. Yeah, I don't think that it was a big win and the turn. it turned out top works. five biggest win in the history of the program. Ooh, top five biggest win yeah. in the history of the program. I don't think that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. But it was a great win. Yeah.
2: Well, great win.
3: Yeah, it was it was a great win. At at home, you know, in state rival, another Q1 win. 3 straight now? 3 then, straight wins? Yeah, after two losses, LSU and Auburn. So got to get back on the road somewhere. Yeah. It's a good start. And Auburn you got another home game. Yeah, not not too excited about it. Let me ride this one for you know, just a little bit before you crush my hopes and dreams with Auburn on Saturday. I think you should go in super confident. Yeah. Just with everything. Yeah. <laughs> After the 30 point loss to them earlier in the season.
0: I forgot about close that. To, <laughs> close to it. Yeah. You, for, Yeah. I didn't. The, All right.
3: Them in Tennessee. I don't forget about those. Tennessee lost last night at home. They did.
2: Uh, so would you give the game ball to Jalen Murray or T.J. Caldwell?
3: I guess coming off the bench, Caldwell, but Murray looks so clean last night. He's so shifty, and I really don't believe he's five ten. I mean, <laughs> he does. He looks so short out there, but that's to he's his advantage. He's listed at five eleven. Yeah, uh, and then they said, so you think he maybe five ten, five nine? I I think he's like my height, like five eight. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's five eleven. No way. But also he's staring he's standing next to Jamarian Sharp, who's 7'5", 230. So just a a string beat. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why he might you know, things might be thrown off, but five eleven, get out.
2: Well, let let me let me we'll unpack this a little bit, but uh the first five minutes of the second half is where Ole Miss won the game. And when you're 12 of 30, which you're not going to do often or again, when you're 12 of 30 from three, you're red hot. Mississippi State had 15 turnovers. on Miss had seven. And again, T.J. Caldwell had scored a combined 13 points in SEC play prior to last night. He finished with 18 last night. And Tolu Smith did not score the first 30 minutes of the game and did not score. Did not play twenty five minutes. To me, that's that's the game. You agree or disagree with that?
3: Oh, I agree. I mean, if he's not if he's not on, if no, he's I not... meant everything. I just went
2: all the stuff I just went through.
3: Oh, the stats. Well, yeah. How can I not agree? How can I not agree with stats? I mean, well, that, the turnovers, the, the biggest sloppy, sloppy,
2: sloppy Mississippi State throwing the ball all around. And uh, if Tolu's not healthy then and you're going to turn the ball over, it, it's not going to line up this year. Yeah, I know you've got two great wins over Tennessee and Auburn and two big wins in the non-conference over Power 5 teams, but that it, it's not the Stars will not line up if he's not going to score uh, in the first 30 minutes of the game and he can't play 25 minutes and you do that as far as turnovers. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. We want to hear from you, your reaction to last night. Final four type win for Ole Miss. Ag Up Equipment text line 601-885-3776. Hit us up on Twitter X, at Bo Bounds. Good morning. Welcome in. Big Board, coming up next.
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The big boards On the Big Board.
2: Uh, the Big Board this morning is brought to you by Independent Roofing Systems. Number one commercial. Industrial Roofing Company in Mississippi doing it right the first time. Roofing.ms. Show is also presented by Mississippi Sportsmedicine.com. Any age, any sport? Any orthopedic hiccup, they've got you covered. They've definitely taken care of me. And the show is brought to you by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue, the official health care provider. Of the Out of Bounds Show. I've got Jason with me. He was in Oxford last night. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. And um, TJ Caldwell, off the bench. He scored 18 points. He had 13 combined going into the game. Ole Miss won the game the first five minutes of the second half. And uh, obviously some other players played very, very well. Um... For Ole Miss. I don't know that anybody played very, very well for Mississippi State. Um, Josh Hubbard had a fantastic first half. And then uh, Matthews was pretty damn good throughout the game. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe not so much on the defensive end. But Jalen Murray um, was fantastic. Morrell, believe it or not, had a quiet. It's crazy because of Murray and Caldwell. Uh, Morrell had a quiet 20 if that's possible which goes to show you um, how old old Miss was last night um getting a little bit of doom and gloom here from Mississippi State fans we'll see uh, the I, I want your reaction the AG up equipment text line 6018853776 I will say this as poorly as you played and Tolu didn't score the first 30 minutes of the game and he didn't even play 25 minutes. And you were within a basket of time the game, I could look at it through that lens. You know, you threw the ball all over the place. You played poorly. Um, you know, and now you gotta go to Bama. Third third road game in four games for Mississippi State. At Florida, Auburn at home, at Ole Miss, at Bama. This is the run that you're on right now. Ole Miss will host Auburn on Saturday. Mississippi State will be in Tuscaloosa on Saturday. Do
3: you think if Tulu isn't
1: completely healthy?
2: Tulu. Do
3: you think if Tulu isn't completely healthy, that Cam Matthews can continue to kind of be that that crutch?
2: No. So, they're totally different players. Yeah. Um, And... Uh, Jimmy Bell is overwhelmed a lot of the times in conference play. And you probably don't know who that is, but he's Tolu's backup that's had to play a lot. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, you know, um, uh, he wasn't a factor last night. How about that? Jimmy Bell gave you a whopping two points. Tolu gave you four, didn't score the first 30 minutes of the game. Um, Ole Miss got red hot in the second half. They did hit a three going in the half, which I thought was big. Yeah. Okay. And then they got red hot in the second half. 12 of 30 from three-point land. In college basketball, Ole Miss was on fire from the parking lot. And Mississippi State had 15 turnovers to Ole Miss's seven. Ole Miss played a clean game. Credit Credit their guards for doing that. Murray, Morrell, Caldwell. Um, I mean, Flanagan played 19, but because Caldwell was doing what he was doing, you know, he got the... He played more than he's played all year. Yeah. So, um, Mississippi State can't take care of the basketball and Tolu's not healthy. I don't know what that looks like. And so we'll just see what happens the next few days. Would you sit him for a week? I mean, you're going to Bama, the odds are you lose. Do you sit him until you play Georgia next week at home? Very winnable game. Something to
3: think about. I mean, I think you should also. It was big at the beginning of the second half when Ole Miss had three fouls within two and a half minutes. I mean, and then having to play the rest of the game. I think State had bonus what at like ten minutes left in the game. Something crazy like that. Well,
2: and you know they they were fourteen to twenty from the free throw line, Um, and Ole Miss was ten to thirteen. So, still, you know it's a problem, uh, somewhat. I mean, you know Cam Matthews was zero for three, but on one of those. Jason, he didn't get the bonus. I mean, if you don't, mm-hmm. if you're if you're shooting one and one and you miss the first one, you yeah. don't get another one, right? So you, you have to take that into consideration too. But it was a big win for Ole Miss um, and Mississippi State. I again, I don't know the announcer hinted around at Tolu. I mean, they had obviously talked to Jans before the game and things. Maybe this is just part of it. I mean, you have a, a big surgery, you're out for four months. I don't, again, not an orthopedic surgeon or a PT. Um, I can be one on Twitter, but I'm not on Twitter right now. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but not right now. So, um,
3: now, was that the best crowd you've ever been to at the pavilion? Yeah, I think so. I, th- I mean, it was rocking. Hats off to Ole Miss because all the other games that I've been to, even big games, like I said, Tennessee and Florida and Auburn at home, all those big games, there hasn't been a showout. And I'm talking weekend games. There hasn't been a, a showout like that that I've been there. And then showing up on a Tuesday, people – I mean, there was a long line leaving Oxford with me when I was driving out. So a lot of people – a lot of Ole Miss fans probably traveled from Kosciuszko and Grenada and, you know, all those places – to come right. to the game, so that's huge. I mean, if they can get that happening more, you can actually get you know better players, more money into the program because if, when you show people actually care, <laughs> like right, you know that that's huge. But it
2: happened to be, you got swept last year by Mississippi State, and it's your rival, and uh, it was obvious by the lead up and the hard sellout, which I mean, the pavilion's been empty for the better part of. Five years, right? I mean, I've watched a bunch of Ole Miss games, and I mean, people wanted to beat Mississippi State bad, and that was obvious. Um, you think you're going to the NCAA? All right, so, I just pulled up the net rankings. Mississippi State did not move down at all from losing. Wow. Yeah. So, they're still at 37. Ole Miss moved
3: up to 53. Okay, and so what did you say is the the range of that you want to be when you count in all like the conference champions and the automatic bids and that sort of thing? You need to be in the top forty. Top forty. Yeah. Because I remember you said. With Actually, you want to be lower thirties. Yeah, you, you, said you need state, to, but.
2: They need to find another. I mean, they've got some big resume wins, but they need Mississippi State. Well, and Ole Miss, but MSU will need, God, Jason, at least two more. Resume wins down the stretch. Um, they got to get through Bama on Saturday, which should be a loss. Or you would think. And then their schedule gets a little softer. They go through a run where they can they can maybe win some games. I don't know if we're necessarily going to get an update on Tolu, but uh, Ole Miss can rip off the, their four straight win this weekend if they beat Auburn at home. So they beat Arkansas huh? at A&M, Mississippi State at home, and you pull Auburn on Saturday.
3: I think at home is the biggest thing. You can completely tell that Ole Miss is a different team on the road and at home.
2: On the road against A&M. Everybody is. I mean, I know South Carolina went on the road last night and, and yeah. beat a really good Tennessee team. A really good Tennessee team. South Carolina. What the whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
3: I'm glad Ole Miss gets to play them at South Carolina. Are you excited next, about that? Next week, yeah. that's Oh, do y'all play at South Carolina? Yeah, that's going to be awesome. You got Auburn, South Carolina, then Kentucky. Where? At Kentucky. It's about to get real. Yeah, yeah. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The show is brought to you by Dr. Kirk
2: Jeffries and eye care professionals. If you need cataract surgery... You want to go to Eye Care Professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries for cataract surgery. SEC Insiderhead, coming up next. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
3: It's my little escape.
2: Now Judy's
1: the life of the party.
3: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
1: Whoa, take it easy, Judy.
2: You're listening to the SEC Insider Hit. Hit. Fueled by Fleetway
3: Market. Fuel up your car and cooler at Fleetway this football season.
0: Let's
2: go! All right, if you need to upgrade, bar stools, recliners, sectional, and of course, any kind of mattress in your home, you want to go to Muskelly Furniture or any of the Muskelly Sleep Stores, good morning, welcome in. I am your host, Bo Bounds. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by the one and only Purple Mattress from any of the Miskelly Sleep Stores. The only Purple Grid, groundbreaking, no-pressure gel technology is the star of every Purple Mattress, and it does not trap heat, powered by Miskelly Sleep Store. Obviously, they have many other mattresses that are awesome, too, but... I sleep on a purple mattress, slept last night on one, or on my purple mattress, and Wendy loves it too. Miskelly Sleep Store and Miskelly Furniture, from the living room to the bedroom to the dining room, Miskelly Furniture in Pearl. I've got Jason with me. He's hot off going to the Pavilion, their biggest crowd, rowdiest crowd in the history of the building, as they take down Mississippi State eighty-six, eighty-two. And um, T.J. Caldwell had 18 points for Ole Miss off the bench. Going into the game, he had scored a total of 13 points. 13 points combined in SEC play. 13 points combined in SEC play. He was on fire. He dropped 18 last night. Jalen Murray was hot, and so was Morrell. Mississippi State, on the other hand, well, and Ole Miss won the game in the first five minutes of the second half. You know, Mississippi State, I never thought that MSU would win. They did come storming back after Ole Miss Mm -hmm. got up into the double digits and kept doing that. Um, But Ole Miss, huge, one of uh, their biggest win in years um, as far as basketball. And there's still some question marks around Mississippi State. Tolu Smith's not playing. He didn't even play 25 minutes. He didn't score a bucket for over 30 30 minutes of the game. Does that sound like a recipe for success? 15 turnovers. Ole Miss only had seven. They played clean basketball. You played sloppy basketball on the offensive end. Did I miss anything? (laughs) Oh, Ole Miss was 12 of 30 from three-point land. 12 of 30 in college basketball is insanity. 12
3: of 30 from three-point land. State actually had the better shooting percentage, though. That's the thing. It's like they just weren't shooting the three-ball as much as I thought. Well, they also don't play off the three-ball as much, but, you know, I expected them to at least move it around a little more. Yeah, so they hit eight threes, um, and they were
2: eight of 18 from three-point land. Mm -hmm. Ole Miss, 12. You know the drill there. That's a 12-point swing. Yeah. That is, um, that and Tolu Smith not scoring a bucket for 30 minutes is something that Mississippi State's not good enough to overcome that. And, um, and again, Caldwell was red hot. He was four
3: of five from three-point land. Jeez. But, I mean, Deshaun Davis showed up for State. It's, it's got to be a good sign that at least people are showing up when Tolu isn't. You know, like Cam Matthews, Deshaun Davis. I mean, Hub is going to be Hub. I knew he would get 20-plus.
2: Well, he got 16 in the first. Ole Miss did a good job with him in the second-plus. I thought Mississippi State um, needed to look to him more um, in the second half. He needed to score 30, obviously, for or high 20s for them to win. So, uh, we'll see. I don't know what this means, and I don't know what the announcer was getting to last night as far as Tolu's health. But um, if he's not a big piece of the puzzle. I don't think that they're going to get, well, they're not going to get where they want to go. Mm. And if they keep turning the ball over, I mean, it's just sloppy. 15 turnovers to seven. You got, and it's been a problem for a while. You got to take care of the basketball. Um, and yet they were still in the game. It's crazy. I don't, the numbers don't line up, but uh, Ole Miss put there, they came out of the locker room. First five minutes, of the second half and set the tone and Mississippi State was playing on their heels and without Tolu Smith being effective the rest of the game. You can't win like that. You're not good enough.
3: I just realized since you weren't at the game you missed the Love is Gone dance. Should we play it in here? You want to play? I don't know what tell me what you're talking about. You know the baseball song that Ole Miss plays the Love is Gone Uh uh-uh. No? No. It's a party. Oh really? Yeah, it's a party. You missed it. That's okay. We can reenact it in here. We okay, well, t- turn some lights off. Put our flashlights on. Our phones on. Is that what and, they did? And get a little loose. Yeah. Oh, you really don't know the "Love Is Gone" song from Ole Miss baseball? No. I mean, you've been to a couple series between, like, well, regardless if it stayed at Ole Miss, but you know, just any big series at Ole Miss baseball. No, really? No, I watch it on TV. I went to the Super Regional
2: in oh four. Five. I don't. I don't remember. I did a show from the library, and he played Texas
3: in Augie Garrido. Uh, okay. Yeah. Man, you got to go back. You got to go for a for a weekend, or at least a Friday night, Friday Saturday night game. What's this song again? Love is gone. Love is gone. Yeah. Okay. So it's like you know it's well it's a baseball tradition, but you kind of oh. you do like this. You go with the beat, up and down fist pump. Okay. For I say about forty-five seconds, and then it breaks. The beat breaks down a little bit. You lose it, and then it goes even harder. And then you just go right back in. Wow, that sounds amazing. I'm telling you. I it, bet you're so cool when you do that. All it is, it's just one simple movement. But hey, you lose it. Uh, it's fun. Okay. See, that's the that's the thing about going to you know Ole Miss sporting events is that they kind of, except for lock in the vault, which we only do in football, but every tradition from each sport. Kind of just gets jumbled into the next, uh, you know, like doing doing the baseball stuff at basketball with all those fans there. I mean, how did it look on TV? It did looked it, insane. Did it look packed? Yes. Okay, good. Because I was oh, yeah, it looked packed. <laughs> it was packed. I mean, I was there and I was making sure. I was like, I hope this looks as good on TV as it does here. Yeah. Because I had never seen the pavilion like that. Uh, no. No, that's because you were playing Mississippi State. I mean, it was a big uh, and a, a Tuesday game. Like I said, thank you to fans who travel to week, yeah. you know, weekday games, just in general. State, Ole Miss, whatever.
2: Oh, dude, State's been doing that since the early 90s. Um, so, that's, that's nothing new in in Star Bowl. But, uh, but I'm glad that y'all, y'all caught the bug, for sure. We are the Out of Bounds Show, driven by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment in Canton. Ag Up Equipment in Pearl. AgUp.com. Um yeah, when they were back beating Chris Jackson and Shaquille O'Neal in the early 90s, state students were getting there hours before the game. Camping out. Wow. Uh 2 days before Kentucky. This is that's that's uh something that's been going on for a long time. The Ag up equipment text line 601-885-3776. I'm going to give the game ball for me to TJ Caldwell. I know I could give it to Murray, but when you come off the bench and you've only scored 13 points total in SEC play, total in SEC play, 13 points total in SEC play, and you drop 18, I'm going TJ Caldwell.
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, production plus expectation. It's got to be him. But Jalen Murray is so much fun to watch, man. He played well. And um,
2: this rematch in... February 21st is going to be something to, uh, to see how many years was he at St. Peter's two. Okay. So he's a junior. Uh, Jalen Murray's a junior. I wasn't sure if he was at St. Peter's for two or three. We're live in the bank plus studio. I want to thank you for going to Spotify and searching out of bounds with bow bounds. Our podcast is on Spotify search out of bounds with bow bounds. Um, Jason, were we gonna give away something today? Yeah, let's do a good giveaway.
3: Okay. We, we did a great one yesterday with the Ole Miss bag cooler and the the Tito's, the Tito's pack. Did somebody win the Ole Miss bag cooler? They did. Okay. Yeah, Mellow Rebel, and then uh, Mellow
2: Rebel. Yeah, congratulations! That bag cooler is really nice. And then Christian, I got more back there.
3: Uh, those bag coolers, I, I have, gave you one. Yeah, I have one in my house. I mean, it's perfect for like weekends during football season when I would have friends over and all those goons want to put millions of beers in the fridge. Millions of bush light. Who? Ha- yeah, exactly. Who has that room? Right, that fridge. Right. You gotta have. If you don't have, if you're having people over and you don't have, say, just a big old cooler open, you're making stuff way harder on yourself. So that's the cooler that I had that I would set out, and it keeps stuff cool for the whole day.
2: Ice cold bush light, Stella Artois, and Key City beer for Jason in his old Miss bag cooler.
3: So Mellow who? M- Mella, Mella Rebel, Mella Rebel. Yeah. Okay. Which not sure what "mella" means, but hey, hotty toddy, man. <laughs> hotty toddy. All right. And what time did you get home? Uh, around twelve fifteen, twelve twenty last night. So that's what. What time were you asleep? Ooh, twelve forty five. Were you dreaming of Jalen Murray? oh yeah, I was dreaming of the three ball. Yeah, I was dreaming. Well, you of hit the... twelve of them last night. Yeah, I was dreaming of the light show whenever they would turn off the lights and in pull the up song the that light. you just made up that, that I just made up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll go to an Ole Miss baseball game soon. I'll bring you to the left field lounge. You'll get to eat some chicken. You don't tenders. have a left
2: field lounge, hot shot. That's Whoa. in Starble.
3: We have a left field lounge. Uh, it's it's where I grew where up. Where y'all put up those those tents, All the tents and, and, tents. and and some uh, tailgating chairs, and cook some great food. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, <laughs> okay.
3: I mean, just because it's not you know minor league level like Mississippi State, which hats off to you guys. You spent a lot of money. You made a great stadium. Good for you. Ole Miss does have a left field lounge and it is fun. Ah. Like it it is a good time. No,
2: I've seen the 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 kind of fake stands and and the uh tailgating chairs that you take out to like the soccer field. It looks awesome.
3: <laughs> it's a good environment. Right. Because you're not, you know, you're not focused on the stadium, you're focused on the people you're with. That's the way to there do it. There you go. That's the way to do it.
2: That may be a lyric from Paul Shaman or something. It sounded pretty good. <laughs> Paul Newman, maybe. <laughs> well, he was a hell of an actor. And set up a heck of a foundation with his uh, salad dressings mm-hmm. and so on. I mean, they've made, I can't remember which foundation he picked, but they've made millions of dollars. Okay. So, what are we going to give away? Do we want to give away? Um, I was thinking of something back there. We've got um, the GOAT t shirts. We do. Old Miss and Mississippi State. One got some has cool number hats. 10 on. Yeah. yeah. One has number 15 in maroon and white.
3: I think we should do that. Uh, those Tito's. The bottle sweaters, Tito's bottle sweaters are awesome. Oh, yeah. That's Is that a,
2: what's in those cans?
3: No, in the, that's what Oh, you, the bottle sweaters yeah, the that bottle I brought sweaters. up yesterday. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking about, you know, those Tito's cans we have back there? It looks oh. like, like you open it,
3: it's like a jack-in-the-box. Yes, yes.
2: I don't I don't know what's in there.
3: It's like supposed to be one of those things that you, um, so you like make your own cocktail in the Tito's cans. And then you carry it around, say, in the Grove, in the I, Junction. I got
2: it now because I saw it on their Instagram over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. I remember it now. They come up with some good stuff at Tito's. They're brilliant. <laughs> they really their are. Their merch and swag is insanity. No doubt about it. Um, all right. So, speaking of, what are we going to do here? We're going to do a goat shirt and a hat? Mm-hmm. All right. Best text, this hour.
3: Let's throw in a, a bottle sweater. Go shirt. No, let's hat. throw in a couple of those. So yeah, let do a what, couple.
2: What Jason's talking about is Tito's sent us a bunch of little sweaters. And you can put it over your Tito. Well, you can put it over whatever. But you can put it over your Tito's bottle. I handed out a bunch of them for as Santa Claus for Christmas. You've got a couple. I've
3: got like four. <laughs> and I love them. Because whenever you're pouring, say, a martini, which I like, uh, a Tito's martini, just a touch dirty, Ooh. super cold. Okay. And yeah, it's got to be beyond chilled. Yeah. No, I need it shaking hard.
2: Yeah. I mean the bartender, um where did I have one a couple of months ago? I haven't had uh, da, 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 da. I was downtown. Saltines. Ooh. I had one at Saltines. They got a cool bar. They have a really cool bar. Yeah. They
3: what do, do you want to do for the uh for the giveaway? What should we make people do?
2: I don't know. Do you have anything written
3: now? Well, I know, especially you, we want them to go to Spotify, right? Oh, absolutely. Go to Spotify, search out of bounds with
2: bow bounds, take a picture and hit subscribe. That's one way to enter. Yeah. And then
3: what? See, I was thinking we've, we've talked for the last I week. I mean, we've
2: got hot chocolate day, Brussels sprout. I love Brussels sprouts. Ooh, yeah. Man, especially, you know, yeah, I love Brussels sprouts. Cooked in the oven. We had them recently. Pickle week? yeah like pickleball or like pickles on sandwiches pickles on sandwiches oh boar's head okay that's beautiful and last day of soup month yeah today's the last that's day perfect for you you're a big soup casserole i know you know real thick hearty you're a you're a thick hearty you you should have been born well mississippi works too but you could have also <laughs> been born in rural wisconsin and not mr beat.
3: oh yeah give me nebraska big,
2: Big, like, I don't even know what this is, but like Brunswick stew. Okay,
3: okay. Is yeah. That, did I just
2: make that up or is that something I've real? I've
3: never heard of that, but hey,
2: there's a lot of things out there. That could be one of them. I may have just made that up. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, all right. So the uh, Patron Super Premium Patron Tequila Caller line is 601-707-3750. Real quick, somebody asked me about DJ Durkin the sole miss fan and about going to Auburn. Well, let me, am I surprised he went to Auburn? No, real quick. Is DJ Durkin a good, he's, he's far from elite. Okay. He is solid to good. So I don't want to like, again, he's not Dave Aranda, Jim Leonard, you know, type dude. Um, Kirby smart when Kirby was a DC and I guess technically he still is, but whatever. Um, Y'all know how freaky Aranda is when he's a defensive coordinator. Um, You know how freaky Jim Leonard is. Um, Elko is a a tick up. So is Durkin, like, pretty good-ish? Which is still good. Yes. But if you want to know what's going on in the world of college football right now and how other coaches kind of look at it, all you have to know is Chris Kiffin said no to Hugh Freeze. Wow. Chris Kiffin. Now, he may be a coordinator in like 10 minutes because he's interviewing for the Miami Dolphins job. But if y'all remember, he was Hugh Freeze's first D-line coach at Ole Miss. Um, But Chris Kiffin is the D-line coach for the Houston Texans. And he didn't take 30 seconds to tell Hugh Freeze no. You know why? Why would you want to recruit? What is Chris Kiffin doing right now today? Well, I know he's interviewing for the Dolphins, D.C. Let's say if he wasn't doing that. As an assistant coach in the NFL, he's not recruiting. Mm-mm. He's not de- he's not dealing with parents. He's not dealing with NIL. Okay? He, he's not dealing with a third-party flesh peddler. No, he just deals with his room, Jason. His seven guys. His seven, or whatever it is, eight defensive linemen for the Houston Texans, or if he takes the Miami Dolphins job, he deals with that unit, defensive coordinator, and gets paid a running truck ton of money. So Chris Kiffin took five. He laughed. He looked at his phone, and he went, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm in the NFL, and what do I do for the next three months? Nothing. Until after the draft, what happens the first week after the draft? Everybody goes in for minicamp, right? They do a quick 48-hour boom. But that that's where we're going now. I mean, Auburn loaded the boat. Loaded the boat. Hugh Freeze just stole Derek Nix from Lane Kiffin because he loaded the boat. They offered a boatload of money to try to get Chris Kiffin as the defensive coordinator. You know what he said? I'm good. I don't want to recruit juniors and seniors in high school or some dude from, you know, try to get some guy from North Carolina State to be my next defensive end at Auburn and then do an NIL package. That's where we are. He's like, dude, I'm making a ton of cake in the NFL. I don't have to worry about that. They give me the players, the GM, and the player personnel group. They say, here's your group of players this year, and that's who I coach. And when I go home, I don't make any calls. I don't have to call a kid in Enterprise, Alabama, mm-hmm. right, or Leeds, Alabama, or Atlanta, Georgia. You know what I do when I get? Home, I I put on a podcast, or I call my buddy that I know in coaching three states over. That's it, man. When you go home from the NFL, I'm not saying they don't grind. And I very much understand the schedule from July 15th till when your last game is. It's it's crazy. It is. But Chris Kiffin told Hugh Freeze and they offered him a boatload of money. So now Durkin is the DC. And is he? Is he good? Yeah, he's pretty good. But he's far from like, a top top BC. Do you do a good job at Ole Miss? Yeah. Do you do a good job at A&M? And I understand A&M was, was the most dysfunctional team for talent in the SEC this year. Is that fair?
3: Yeah, I would say so. Okay.
2: You asked me before the show who was the most disappointing team. Mm-hmm. Or who underachieved? Under-
3: underachieved and overachieved.
2: Overachieved was Missouri. Underachieved was... And, and Ole Miss would have been right there.
3: Right. That's what I thought.
2: But Missouri... Ole Miss is a better program than Missouri. Okay, so... And Lane had just dropped to two years before, uh, and give give Drinkwitz credit. I'm not taking anything away from it, but that you know there was a time two years ago where he was kind of on the rocks. Now he's riding high. Yeah, I'd say a And M underachieved the most. But do you think so? And the ship has sailed at Florida. The, oh, the ship, yeah. <laughs> uh, Gainesville, there's something in the water down there. I know it's driving Scott Strickland crazy because he made the right hire. Dan Mullen was the right hire, and then he was winning big. And, you know, back-to-back New Year's Six Bowl games, beat Hardball in Michigan, dominated them in the second half, beat Georgia in year two And Kirby. Kirby had a um, th- three- or four-year head start on him. Uh, they were doing good. Took Kyle Trask from a, a, a nobody, a third-string quarterback, And dude's making money in the NFL. I mean, Mullen is really, really good at what he does. Was doing all those things. Something's weird down there because Napier can coach too. And it's, it's sideways. Now, they hired Ron Roberts, who was Hugh Freeze's DC. And Ron grades out just like DJ Durkin. So they're both pretty good. And that's an upgrade over Austin Armstrong. And I know Austin's got ties here, and 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 you know we all hope that he develops into a good DC. But that made no sense for Billy Napier to hire. You know Austin Armstrong had left Southern Miss, joined Saban's staff as a linebacker coach last year. Was there for about three minutes, and then Napier hired him. What Napier's done with Ron Roberts is they are reuniting because because of what Jason Ron Roberts worked for Napier at La Lafayette. So that's kind of what's happened in the DC world. And Ole Miss and Mississippi State both play Florida this year. And they upgraded. Yeah. They upgraded on the I'm not saying Florida's going to win and their schedule's brutal and I don't understand, you know, why they've scheduled like that. I mean, they get Central Florida and KJ Jefferson early. So they're going to have to they're going to have to have their ducks in a row. But they upgraded with Ron Ron Roberts can coach. Not saying he again, he's not Dave Miranda. And DJ Durkin can cope, but they basically replace the same guy with the same guy Mm. at Auburn. But maybe it just works better. It's all about, you know, how do you fit? You know, communication, culture, freeze, and Durkin may, you know, this may work. It may not. I don't know. But uh, he's landed two pretty good hires in Derek Nixon and DJ Durkin. But I do believe that Florida upgraded. Mississippi State gets them early. Ole Miss gets them late. That may work out for Ole Miss. He may already be fired. And um, they may they may already have an interim coach in by then. Or they may turn it around. I'm not sure. But as far as the most, most surprising team was Missouri. And then overachieving and underachieving, I think, was A&M. I'm not putting Florida there. I know LSU didn't have a good season for their standards. Freeze was in year one. Mississippi State was in shambles on an interim coach. Arkansas, you know where I go over the west, uh, east. No, that's it. I wasn't expecting Tennessee to be great coming off of yeah Henn and Hooker and and uh, and those phenomenal skill players that exited the year before.
3: Uh, I Is just, that fair enough? Yeah, I, I don't know because you talk about most surprising and then A and M underachieved. Was anybody surprised that A and M underachieved? Because that's the that's the <sighs> other side. I thought we made.
2: Maybe we thought they'd be a little bit better with the Bobby Petrino thing. Uh, My game ball from last night's game, again, goes to TJ Caldwell. He dropped 18 points. He had scored 13 total in SEC league play.